0: Prepare your heart to be moved by God through the preaching and teaching of His Word as delivered at Truth Gatherers Dream Center Church. Let's go right to Luke 5. I'll be reading from the New Living Translation and maybe read a little different from what you have. I'll be in New Living Translation. Thank you, sir. And it says, One day, as Jesus was preaching on the shore of the Sea of Galilee, great crowds pressed in and in on him to listen to the word of God so Jesus, part of his ministry, he will go from coast to coast. Many people don't understand in Bible times there were rivers and seas of Galilee and most of them connected to one another. Just like you're familiar with certain rivers and cities even in our own town how one would connect with the other and streams would kept connect with other streams. And Jesus had a very uh, ministry that he would get on ships and boats and go from town to town. Sometime when the people did not have a boat, they actually will walk around the body of water to get to other towns to get to where Jesus uh, was preaching and Jesus is at the shore on the sea of Galilee and there are crowds of people all around him pressed in to listen to the word of God everybody say listen to the word of God this is paramount to anything that Jesus does. One of the things that I am very strong in and I'm helping you all today is we got to get back to the ministry of Jesus. The ministry of Jesus is centered around the word of God. There's no church can do the works or demonstrations of Jesus if they don't love the word. If they're still fussing about what God says in his word, then we can never do what his word says until we love his word. Not, not the parts that make us feel good, but even the parts of us that make us go on a fast. The parts of us, the parts of the word that we have to chew and chew again. The parts of the word that's tough to do. Everything in the Bible is not easy, but tell somebody it's possible. And he put it in the word so he can raise the standard and give us something to reach up to. If not for the word, you will be nothing but the total re- End result of your flesh if not for the word you wouldn't be nothing but what your mama couldn't do and what your daddy couldn't do and what the devil said you couldn't have if not for the word but because of the word you now have something to attain and something to reach for tell somebody ain't no telling what you can be because of the word ain't no telling what you can be transformed into because of the word and the word is centerpiece I don't want you to think that Jesus is an entity that he does anything except what the father tells him to do that's one of the things that Jesus people are, are is always was in amazement about the miraculous ministry of Jesus but Jesus said it simple like this I don't do nothing but what my father what I've seen my father do and whatever my father has I've seen my father do or my father has spoken to me to do, that's what I do. And so the ministry of Jesus is paramount and it is very extraordinary because he follows and listen to the word. I'm trying to get you to understand really clearly you're not going to have Jesus results until you start loving the word. You're not going to have it. You're not going to have it until you start loving what the word has to say. And Jesus was preaching the word of God. Now come on, many times we think we need to give people everything else except the word of God they come to Jesus and they think oh Jesus just changed my life Jesus just make me better Jesus said you know how you are gonna get better you need a dose of His word yeah I'll perform miracles yeah I'll heal blinded eyes but guess what after I heal a blinded eye and cast the devil out of you if you don't never get back into the word you'll go back to where you come from And you can get free you can get brought out but if you don't get back to the word which helps you live what God has done you'll go right back to where he brought you right out what he brought you out of sooner or later you got to have a diet that intakes the word word of God he said the people were listening to the word of God and while he's teaching the word of God there are two boats on the water's edge and he noticed them Out of all the things that's going around you would think that Jesus didn't notice two boats on the edge in the midst while he's preaching he sees two boats for the fishermen had left them and we're washing their nets, which is a clear sign that the day is over. It's, a, it's over. So Jesus clearly knows what's happening here. The fishermen have brought their boats to the shore because they, it's a sign. Boats at the shore in itself doesn't mean anything. Boats at the shore could mean they beginning their journey. But what means they're ending their journey is they're washing out their nets. So he sees boats at the shore and they're washing out their nets, which signify these fishermen are saying, we are done. Stepping into one of the boats, Jesus asked Simon, who's the owner of the boat, to push out in the water. So he sat in the boat and talked the crowds from there. I can imagine Peter, Simon Peter, having his boat there, emptying out his nets, and, that, and here comes Jesus. Here comes Jesus and decides to step on his boat. At the end of his day, when he's fish, finished fishing, Jesus decides to step on his boat. Let me tell you something about Jesus. Jesus will step on your life when you think you're at the end of something when you, fin- you feel like you don't know what to do and you calling it quits and you saying I'm done with this, Jesus has a way of looking at your situation and stepping right on your boat. And he tells Simon Peter, he says, Simon Peter, push out a little bit from the shore uh, so I can teach the crowd. So there's crowds of people on the shore and Jesus wants to create a little space. And so now what he decides to do with Peter, he decides to say, Peter, let me use your boat. You brought your boat in and you were finished for the day. But let me tell you that your boat still got good use. So he now uses his boat as a pulpit. And he now creates a separation before from him preaching and the people so he pushes out from the shore he uses his voice to preach everybody is out there listening to him and here's Simon Peter in the boat with Jesus and he's cool at this moment because Peter is like I'm done for the day if all I got to do is steer a boat and you preach on it you can have it but only thing I'm asking you to do is don't mess with me if you want to use my boat okay use my boat but don't mess with me but jesus says no i'm about to mess with you peter i'm about to mess with you when you're tired i'm about to mess when you mess when you when you think you're finished i'm about to mess with you right when you think I ain't got nothing else to do but to chill out and go home verse 4 when he had finished speaking preaching to the people he said to simon now go out where it is deeper and let down your nets to catch some fish look at the reply master simon replied we worked all last night and didn't catch a thing see many times you don't understand peter is not talking about he wasn't working last night in other words jesus you just got here <laughs> jesus you just stepped on the scene so let me give you an update on what i have been through And see, some of us are just that way. When Jesus steps on our boat, we think we need to tell Jesus everything we've been through. Jesus, you don't know the headache I've been through. You don't know who done betrayed me. You don't know who done stabbed me in the back. You don't know who done let me down. You don't know what my mama said to me. You don't know what my daddy, you don't know why I'm in this condition and why I feel the way I feel. Here is Peter giving Jesus his resume because he's letting him know that I'm, I'm actually tired of fishing. I worked all night long and I'm tired. I don't know about you, there's a different mentality that comes to you when you don't work and you tired. Some of y'all done got the worst whoopings from your parents in your life because you acted up while your parents had worked and was tired. Y'all ain't going to say nothing. Ain't going to say nothing. Ain't nothing like daddy coming home and he don't work and he tired. You ain't got the patience to deal with it and you know mama sometimes will let you slide you know two or three times daddy may even let you slide but don't catch nobody who don't work and tired cause when you work working tired you're short tempered when you work working tired you don't have the ear to listen to nobody else when you're tired of what you've been through and tired of trying to make it work and tired of fishing all night you got to remember now Simon Peter is a master fisherman He's no rookie. In other words, he feels like this thing should have worked. And I can't figure out why this thing didn't work. Because I went out there all night. It ain't like I was out there a few hours and I gave up. Some of y'all done tried and you tried and you are just tired. And when they tell you something, tiredness is human. Tiredness is common. But be careful with tiredness. Tiredness can make you lose everything you got. While tiredness is something we all can relate to. Tell somebody, I've been tired too but watch out for tiredness tired will make you give up on promises tiredness will make you give up on breakthroughs tiredness will make you give up on something that God has ordained for you to have and if you're not careful I'll tell you there's a point in life that tiredness can seem just like a devil because tiredness will outtalk talk you of your breakthrough you ain't never listened to yourself while you were tired sometimes when you're tired don't you listen to yourself you have crazy you ain't thinking straight you tired why because you done gave out everything you have you own dry you own empty you're not your best self you're not feeling like you normally feel and the worst thing to do while you are tired is listen to your own self Oh, the worst thing to do while you're tired is trust how you feel. I know that's how you feel, but you're tired, sir. I know that's how you're thinking, but you're tired, ma'am. And when you're tired, you can't afford to be listening to your own self. Come on. And sometimes some of us are used to operating while we're tired. Some of us don't understand the danger of tiredness. We don't understand the danger of tiredness. We'll get behind the wheel of a car and try to drive our family hundreds of miles when we're tired. The things that we just endeavor and dare to still do when we're tired. We try to raise a family when we're tired. We try to lead a church when we're tired. Oh, it's happening all around the world. We gotta preach about it. We have to preach about it. What you think is going on? And it's a it's a serious pandemic, an epidemic. Anytime we have leaders, and I have to preach about it even sensitively, but I gotta preach about it because we got pastors and leaders that after they preach, they go in the back of the pulpit and blow their brains out. People who are tired. Y'all ain't saying nothing. We got to preach about it, that something is happening, that people are trying to get their life together, but but they don't know how because they're tired and I'm trying to warn you of tiredness. I'm trying to warn you that the enemy will con you out of what God's about to do because you're tired. The devil will make you commit suicide because you're tired. The devil will make you walk out on your husband and quit your wife. Y'all ain't saying nothing but I'm coming through here because you're tired. The devil will make you run right off the bridge because you're tired. The devil will make you quit your God blessed job because you're tired and I'm telling you all you better be careful when you're tired you better be careful when you're weak you better be careful when you feel like you can't go on another day here is Peter bringing in his boat and his necks and he's tired he's tired of trying to make it work he's tired He done flipped this net three different ways. And I got to give Peter credit here, and that's why we got to be cautious of what we say to people when they're tired. Some of us talk too loosely all the time. We don't know how to gauge our words to people. Be careful how you talk to people when they're tired. People make bad decisions when they're tired. People can't steer the car straight when they're tired. I was driving down i 10 about some time ago, maybe two years. And while I was driving, I noticed there was a young man next to me and his car was swerving. And I looked on right to the next, right next to me in in the next lane, next parallel to me. And he was falling asleep at the wheel. He was asleep. Matter of fact, he had already laid his head back and had his hands like this. I honked my horn so hard, rolled down my window and yelled, man, wake up! Yeah, wake up! Wake up! And I honked my horn, and he jerk like that he'd open his eyes he looked at me like thanks man he gave me the thumbs up and i told him pull over get off the road your life is too precious the other lives are too precious you're tired man you've been journeying for miles pull it over take a breath get a nap pull it off the road for a minute And we have to learn how to give people value when they're tired Because some of us keep forcing people to function like they're not tired And we try to make their worth based on trying to function when they are tired And they can't pull over because they got you in their ear as if they don't have a right to get some rest. Tell somebody, I'm taking my right to catch my breath. I'm taking my right to get my breath back. I'm taking a right to get myself back. You ain't gonna see me for a few weeks, I feel the Holy Ghost. You ain't gonna see me for a few days. I'm precious, not just today, but I'm precious tomorrow. And because I'm precious tomorrow, I'ma go get me a nap that means I'll get me a vacation too. See, if you're not careful, you will talk to people that won't let you rest. People that won't let you recover. Let me tell you something about my sweet Mother Davis. Mother Davis is nice and sweet. But uh, but growing up as a kid, don't you dare mess with Mother Davis when she's getting her some rest. After she done cooked and cleaned and did all her things as a great mother does. Don't you mess around when mama go in that room and get her a good nap. I told you that some of the worst whoopings when somebody was tired. Uh Uh-huh, I done got me some good whoopings waking up mama while she was getting some rest. I done got some good spankings. Me and my sister was out there fussing and arguing over something that brothers and sisters sometimes argue over, and we was out there arguing, running down the hallway, hitting each other with shoes and things that little children do, not hurting each other, but brother and sister kind of stuff. Get on my nerve kind of brother and sister. Leave me alone. Get off the couch. I'm on the edge of the couch. Y'all don't know about that family stuff. That family stuff. Ain't nobody got mad at each other that we didn't talk the next day. This is just family stuff when you're getting on the each other nerves but that stuff got too loud and they woke up Mother Davis and she came out of the room like a mighty roaring lion with a sandal in her hand and I was the one closest to the door when she opened it my sister was in the other way and she went to running and she wasn't as fast as me and I almost tripped over her because I couldn't get around her in the hall and here came a shoe don't call no DCF but here came a shoe I'm still alive and I ain't well, and I ain't hurt by my mama, I'm well loved. But don't you mess with people when they're getting some rest. We got to learn to leave people alone and let them people get their strength back and let people get themselves back and stop trying to demand that they're always there for you. They can't be there for you if they can't be there for their own self. I say they can't be there for you. I thought you was gonna be there for me. Hush up! When you gonna be there for your own self? I don't pay your rent for two months. Now I'm tired of paying your rent. Figure it out. And sometimes we don't allow people to get themselves back. Get themselves back jesus uses wisdom in this moment and really the moment when jesus is using the boat for jesus for peter is a moment where peter gets to reflect because sometimes when you're tired you don't think anything in your life is any good when you get tired you're like i'm tired of this car it ain't really nothing wrong with the car all you needed was an oil change but when you tired, you turn that baby in. You go right up there to that dealership. All, all you needed that day was a flat tire. That's all it was, was a flat tire. But you so tired, now you done turned in a car with a, just because it had a flat tire, now you done got more payments because you was tired. Oh, don't play around of the decisions that we make when we were tired. There were some people you would have never been in a relationship with if you didn't choose them. Y'all won't say nothing, but I'm coming through. While you were tired, if you were full of strength in your right mind and clear-headed, you would have never picked up the phone. But because they call you, y'all ain't saying nothing. You're smiling right now, but if you've ever been beautiful and single, but nobody was calling you, you'll get tired. If you was handsome and couldn't get the girl that you've been looking at, sometime, y'all ain't saying nothing. You can get tired, and sometimes when you get tired, you'll be with somebody you never. Y'all ain't gonna let me preach, but I'm gonna say it anyway. Because y'all ain't saying nothing. Things happen when you are tired. You got to learn how to pull that car over to the road when you're tired. You got to say, hey, you see, because sometimes I know what it is. And I, I got a little bit of that gene in me. And you know, that male, that male driven personality in me. Oh, I got it in me. When I'm going to hear from the Orlando, I've already determined how much time it's gonna take to get to Orlando. That's right, if you got a weak bladder, you gotta go ahead and take care of yourself before we get in the car. Cause I've already determined how much time it takes to get, y'all ain't saying nothing, to get where we gotta be. And it's not gonna take me no seven hours just to drive to Orlando. Because if I get there in seven hours, I'm going to be upset. If I get there in six and a half, I'm going to be frustrated. You ain't trying to tell me it's that the way we calculate life. If I'm not at a certain place, by a certain, y'all ain't saying nothing, at a certain time, something got to be wrong. And I'm tired of living life and not reaching where I want to be by... A cer- y'all ain't c- certain time, y'all act like y'all ain't got no dreams and got no visions and no goals and ain't got no places that you want to be by a certain time. And sometime when you dr- get that way, you will push yourself sometime beyond where you need to be. Cause I want you to know something. Life happens. While you live in life, life happens. You didn't plan for certain things to happen. You didn't plan for certain things to go your way. You know, I could be in the car. And you know, and my family knows that I done calculated how much time it takes to get to where we got to go. So when we stop for gas, you got to go to the restroom even if you don't think you got to go. Oh yeah, you gonna go in there and you're gonna see if you can go ahead and use the restroom. You're gonna check it out. Cause if we get ten minutes down the road and you like, oops, no, 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 we know. Cause you messing up my time. Oh, you ain't saying nothing. <laughs> you, you better go ahead and figure it out you better and if you got tell her if you got a weak bladder don't you touch no water don't you touch no when we go in there don't you look at no Pepsi when we go in that convenience store don't you dare. no you gonna have to be dry mouth till we get to where we got to go cuz we got somewhere we gotta be but life is not perfect life comes with storms and decoys and unexpected situations and there are certain times you got to let the devil know i'm in it for the long haul (laughs) i'm not gonna let you make me quit on this thing because something unexpectedly happened this is what's happening with simon peter he's almost at the verge of about to quit a lucrative fishing business because he had a long night him and his partners are washing their nets. And here comes Jesus talking about, you ain't done. You're not done. Oh, yes, I am done. As you can see, I wash my nets. He washes nets. Jesus get on his boat, start preaching from it. And now Jesus says something that's so strong that I got to go back to it. Jesus says, Now I need you to go back deeper. I'm tired, and Jesus is telling me to dig deeper. Jesus will give you a moment to get your breath back. But after you get your breath back, Jesus says, go back deeper. And you're like, Jesus, why go back deeper? He says, because things are different now. Well, what's the difference? The di- what's the difference? I don't see the difference. Oh, there's a difference. Tell somebody, there's the difference right there. The difference is Jesus is on the boat. Peter was fishing and he was fishing with his own skill. Let me tell you, there's only so much you can do under your own power. There was so much, I feel it all creeping down. There's only so much you can do under your own strength. But if Jesus ever gets on your boat while you are tired, you can go deeper. If Jesus ever gets on your boat while you're weak, you can go farther. If Jesus... Oh, there's a difference now tell somebody Jesus is the difference maker it ain't the fact that I'm not tired but it's the fact Jesus is here now Jesus on his boat he says go deeper Simon Peter is saying I ain't catch a thing it's almost as if Jesus is saying that was before I got on your boat <laughs> that's before you tried it while I was there but here it is here's the point Here's what he says. This is, a, this is the ch- turning point of our lives right here. He's, I ain't catch a thing, but if you, I mean, first, five still, yeah, but if you say so, y'all see that? But if you say so. See, some of us are going to end up living with the will of our flesh and the will of our tiredness, because when Jesus speaks to us, we don't listen. The turning point here is Jesus speaks and Peter says, if you say so. Now, I don't think nothing going to work, but if you say so. I'm tired, but if you say so, let me tell you I've learned in my life and some of y'all, I want to say this and I preached before I got here while I was trying to put on my socks and get here to church I already preached this message and so I'm going to tell you what I preach. I preach to myself the same message that my life is the product of doing whatever the Lord says now I know some of y'all still want to do what you want to do and you're going to end up having the will of your flesh you're going to end up having heartbreak and all kind of foolishness but let me tell you how to get victory in your life just do whatever he tells you to do just just go wherever he tells you to go just say whatever he tells you to say and let me tell y'all how I start getting victory in my life I stopped doing what I want to do we still got a lot of God's people hard headed wanting to do what you want to do and because you so hard headed you keep having what you want to have your flesh I decided in my life listen to this it's going to sound different I no longer want to rule my life I gave it up I no, wanna, I no, no longer want to have the compass for my life I don't want it I no, long, I no longer want to determine the dreams of my life I know some of y'all still want to determine your dreams go ahead at it, come see me later I don't want it. What do I want? I want the dreams he wants me to have. I want the life he wants me to have. Matter of fact, he already planned my life. I'm not just somebody living here without a plan. He's already planned my life. So I determine I no longer want what I want. I want what you want. So my my conversation with God sounds like God, you want me to have this job? Because I already know you are to be blessed because if it's not this job, it's going to be another job. See, so y'all don't even know how I talk. Y'all think I'm playing around like this? When we came to this church to, to determine if it was going to be our church, we was looking for a church, believing God for a church, had an idea of the kind of church we wanted we came here with the board of directors and as a church and we buy property we make a decision and we vote and it's not a one-person decision that the pastor decides we're gonna buy this property we vote as a group and we have a consensus and a majority and that's how we make business decisions and so it just wasn't about pastor Joe deciding this was the church but when we got here on the first day this church was tore up and had all kind of stuff and all I saw was cost and money and I want to make sure we can fix it up and do what we need to do and that's fine and the board then already calculated. (laughs) in their head and they were sitting over there saying pastor this is it and they were sure right because this is it but I was like I ain't heard nothing from God you can say what you want to say I can see the future I can see what we can do with it I can see what we can renovate it for I got imagination but I don't do nothing unless God say so And they were fine. They were still right. Maybe they already heard God. I ain't saying nothing wrong with them. Don't get them story twisted. I'm just focusing on my walk with the Lord at that moment. And I was telling the Lord, it looks good. It seemed like what we've been praying for. But is this the place that you designed? Is this the place that you have determined from the foundation of the world? And until you say so, I can't make a move because I don't do nothing on my own anymore some of y'all can't have the real victory of God because you keep taking your life back from God you got saved in 1999 but since that time most of your life is the byproduct of you telling the Lord what to do I said it's a byproduct of you getting up in the morning telling the Lord what to do and the Lord, ain't, you ain't heard the Lord tell you to do nothing, and you ain't obey nothing He has to say. The victory that now begins to go, I gotta go. My chicken is in the crop pot. I gotta go. He says, if you say so, I'll let down my nets again. The next test right now you're under is can you obey after being tired? I know you're tired, but Jesus is now speaking to you. I know you're full of anxiety and you're frustrated. You ain't got all the results you thought you should have, but after being tired, can you hear God? Can you press through your emotions? I'm about done, let me bring it home. Can you press through your emotions when you're emotional? Oh, y'all gotta preach it, right? You ever tried to make decisions while you just so emotionally all over the place? Don't, don't look at me like I'm the only one that ever been emotional and just don't know what decision to make from the left or right. Come on, that's the moment when I tell myself you can't talk you, and you start hearing all kinds of let me tell you something, when you're tired and you're, and you're frustrated you'll even start dreaming of stuff that ain't God's will. Y'all want to play with them, y'all y'all play around too much. You can't, you'll start dreaming about stuff that you, you when you wake up from that dream, you're like no, no, that ain't the Lord. If you ain't careful if you ain't careful, you will get led astray by your own will peter has a moment here that he has to submit to the word of god that's why i said the word of god is the major thing in your life you're gonna to have to learn to submit he says, but if you say so i'm about to read and i'm about to be done i'll let down my net again i know i've been hurt but if you tell me this is my husband i'll love again i know we have some problems in our marriage i know we have some problems in our relationship but I'll heal if you tell me that this is my husband, and my spouse. I got to preach about this because we got too many Christians getting divorced. I got to preach about it rightly. So we have to. Oh, I got to. I got to preach that till we learn to honor both forgiveness and deliverance. I got I to go. But I said we need both of it. Not only do we need forgiveness, yeah. meaning somebody done wrong, but we need the person many times who've done wrong to get set free. Because we don't plan to keep forgiving all the time. Not for the same stuff. You're going to have to get to this altar. Since we came to the altar to say our vows, how about we come back to the altar and get some breakthrough? How about we bring the same marriage that started at the altar? What's wrong with us? Bring that marriage back to the altar and lay it on to altar until God fix both of you y'all ain't saying nothing nobody won't let me talk about it not only do we need forgiveness we need deliverance come on marriages are suffering because spouses i need deliverance people who are in covenant with you they need you need deliverance i can't go in here i won't say nothing people need deliverance So these marriages can last and be happy. I got to preach about it because if we don't get happy marriages, how you think the single folk going to view marriages? Y'all won't say nothing, but I got to preach it till deliverance comes. How you think? And all they see is people who seem to be faking happiness. Hallelujah, faking happiness. That's why I tell you somebody, I don't fake happiness. The way I live, I have certain principles in my life. I don't fake happiness. I can't deal with it. Me and Pastor Robin don't fake no happiness. And we don't even be coming in, we don't even come in church mad at each other. so don't even look at us like we done had a fight and stuff like that, we good. We good, we don't play like that. We handle all our stuff before we come into ministry. We so serious about our lives first with God. The first thing is, we know we out of order trying to minister to people when we all messed up at home. I said we out of order. And I ain't got time to be preaching to you faking success and losing at the house. My baby not feeling well. She ain't mad. They ain't why well. she ain't hit her she ain't feeling well today. That's what's up. Don't be reading between the lines, something going on. And he preaching today. No, ain't nothing going on. You ain't got to be, you ain't got to use your brain power to be assuming something. We good and we ever get to the point that we not good, we gonna let the people know who close to us we not good, and we gonna take ourselves somewhere and sit down and get ourselves fixed up, rebuilt up, and replenished up, and when we come back again, you gotta believe we gonna be good. Sometimes you got to bring the airplane out of there and put it on the ground. See? You can never fix the faking stuff. Keep faking happiness all the time. Just say ain't happy and pull that thing to the side of the road. Well, we're going to fix this. And some people like to do quick fixes and everything ain't a quick fix. You know, everybody like a quick fix. And that's how we is. We bring our car to the car mechanic and we won't be back on the road tomorrow. He's like, no, you're going to have to get a rental. Oh no, you have to get a ride with somebody. We got to order parts. Thank you, help me preach. You have to order some parts. Oh yeah, they're going to have to order parts. And, and then it's going to take some time. It's going to take labor. Can't you just fix it in the next hour? No, man. No, man. We got to take some parts off. We got to take some things off to get to some places underneath. Oh, we're going to have to deal with some stuff. Some of us want to keep everybody thinking that we're doing well all the time. And we put on this show, and underneath, we all failing apart. I'm done, because I feel the anointing right there. Some of you need to pull your stuff to the side of the road. I wanted to say that, and I'm about to finish. Let me read the scripture, and I'm, and I'm, I'm, I'm asking you to stand after I read the scripture, because I made the point I believe the Holy Spirit wanted me to make. And the time, this time they let down their nets, there was so full of fish that the net began to tear. A shout for help brought their partners in the other boat and soon boats were filled with fish and on the verge of sinking. I'm done. I ain't even going to read the rest. Stand on your feet. I wanted you to see the end result of holding on. I want you to see it that after he obeyed God, they caught so much fish that the boat began to sink. I wanted to read that. My focus today is you are not done. Expect a move of God. Some of you have been tired. Lift your hands, I want to pray for you. Some of you have been tired, but while you're tired, you had not been submitted. You're tired, and tired is common. I can relate to tiredness. There's no person under the sound of my voice that can't relate to tired. As sure as you're a human person, you're going to get tired. But I have to warn you in your tiredness that you don't make the wrong decision. Peter was about to give up. He didn't even think. (laughs) If you're not careful, you would have thought There was no fish out there to be caught. (laughs) Cause you tried and nothing jumped in your net. But he went back into the same lake where previously he caught nothing. And now he caught so much fish that his boat began to sink. Some of you, this is the Holy Spirit, I hear him clearly. Some of you are just at the point of needing a rest break. This is where God wants me to put emphasis on the scripture. You're just at the point of needing a rest break. You need to make sure you get around the right people. Some of y'all mess up when you're tired because you're talking to negative people while you're tired. So when you're tired, you're already negative. Oh, when you're tired, you complain about everything. I'm just talking human stuff. Stop trying to act like you ain't human. When you're tired, I know what it's like when I'm tired. I'm like a little baby. When a a baby gets tired, you better put that baby to bed. Because most babies get, most more little children, not just babies, but most little children get more spankings when they tired. They restless, they are getting into everything, they are irritable, they got all that. And sometimes you know a little baby around two years old, you say, come on here, come and go to sleep. We're gonna save you three spankings. Because they're irritable and they're tired. Some of y'all making bad mistakes of how you're behaving when you're tired. You're talking to the wrong people. You're listening to your half-crazy self. No, I mean? it. You're normally good when you're full of strength, but now you're tired and you're listening to yourself. And the worst thing to do while you're tired is to not trust nobody. You shelter yourself in. You're secluded. You do not talk to nobody. You won't answer the phone. You ain't, you ain't, you ain't listening to nobody, but your own self while you're tired. And the next thing you know, you start walking out the will of your flesh. And let me tell you something about it. You look around and the enemy is playing with your mind, playing with your destiny, playing with your fruit and your potential. But today, I want you to lift your hands as high as you can get them. Because some of y'all are just at the place of breakthrough. You're not at the place of breakdown. Oh, you would have thought Peter was at the place of breakdown. But that same place of vulnerability is not the place of breakdown, it's the place of breakthrough. We hope you've been blessed by this fresh word from Truth Gatherers Dream Center Church. Pastor Joseph Davis and the congregation invite you to join them. You can find more information by following them on social media. Just look up Truth Gatherers Dream Center Church. And we pray that God will bless you richly and abundantly in the coming days knowing that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him.